When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heart Blend Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I focus on emotional care and empowerment for empaths, sensitive souls, and those that resonate with my content. So hello, I'm so excited and happy to have you. And today we're going to talk about communication in the workplace. So in this episode, we're going to talk about just being more of an effective communicator at work understanding your coworkers and their communication styles, like we mentioned before, but I do have another extra communication style that may come up in the workplace. Also, how to express your boundaries better at work. All right, let's dive in. So number one, to be effective, we have to know what our desired outcome is. What do we want to happen at the end of the conversation? Okay. Number two, what does the other person want? What is their incentive? And number three, we have to be clear in our points. So just by making a bullet list of three points, supporting your desired outcome is going to help you to become more effective. Now four, have examples prepared when you go to communicate. So they're going to ask, You know, whenever you go into a meeting or conversation and you bring up an issue, right? You're like, well, you know what? Sarah really rubbed me the wrong way when she said that I don't do my job well. And I'm going to say, do you have an example of that? I already have it because they're going to catch you off guard and then you're not going to know what to say. So make sure you have those examples prepared. And then number five. Make sure you talk to the right person for your desired outcome. Are you trying to get a raise? Are you trying to change your role? Are you reporting someone? So in this case of being an effective communicator, after recapping all those points, to be effective in the workplace, right, when we're needing to communicate, we don't want to just talk just to talk. What is the point of what it is you want to say? The workplace has so many factors going on. People are, you know, trying to get a raise or they're wanting to work better in the workplace or they're wanting to be more efficient or they're wanting a policy change or they're just wanting their lives to be a little bit easier. So sometimes we don't know how to be effective. So we have to take that step back and ask ourselves, what do you want to happen? What's your desired outcome? We have to know that first. Because we'll go in and we'll totally forget. Or we may get distracted and start talking about our family vacation, right? So what is your desired outcome and stick with that, okay? And then going back to understanding what does the other person want? What's their incentive? We have to keep this in mind because when we just make it all about us, even though it is all about us, right? (laughs) It is all about us and we're trying to get what we want. We do need to understand what does the other person want? 
Do they want just ease and harmony in the workplace? Do they want to work better? Do they want things to run more smoothly? Do they want things to run faster? Do they want projects to look better? Do they want better work ethic? What would the other person want that you can assist with? Now we're negotiating. So we have to keep that in mind because we have to bring up their incentive. Okay. And then we have that third one. We have to be clear in our points. You have to know what you want to say. Reel it in. Make it clear. Don't ramble on a bunch of random things. You're going to lose the person when you're talking to them. Have those examples. On Tuesday at three o'clock, she sent me this email that said X, Y, and Z, whatever it was. Or, you know, on this date, when I walked into her office, she said this or whatever it is. Okay. And make sure we're talking to the right person, right? What good is it if we want to raise, but we're talking to Sally, our next door coworker that really can't help us talk to the right person. Sometimes it just creates more obstacles and roadblocks for us. So now that we've covered some tips on being an effective communicator, I want to go over understanding communication styles. Okay. So again, we covered those top five communication styles, but for this, I do have an extra one for the workplace. So we have analytical, right? This is someone that talks in numbers. They like data. They like hard facts. So when you're talking to someone and you think that they're more analytical, this is how they communicate. Use data, use percentages and the effects of what's going on in relation to the numbers. Hey, Bob, we're really down 25% on our productivity levels due to the collaboration in the workplace of having to come into the office so frequently. I'd really like to talk to you about coming up with a better schedule system so that way we can get our work done more effectively and be more efficient to raise our productivity levels. Then we have relational, okay? No small talk, no. So what do you like to do on the weekends? No, 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 no. Make eye contact. Ask how they are feeling. Ask what would make them feel better. Repeat and acknowledge. Be more relaxed, okay? So numbers and data and all that, that means nothing to them. How does what you want to communicate relate to their values? Okay, that's what we have to focus on. What's valuable to them? What helps them to feel good? Hey, Sarah, how are you feeling today? Well, Lindsay, I'm really feeling... Really tired, you know. I just had such a long weekend. I was really stressed out with the kids, and I just feel like I have so much piling up on me. Mm, I totally understand. I've been thinking of some ways to really alleviate so much pressure that you may be feeling here in the workplace that I think would benefit both of us. Do you have some time to talk? That's going to really get the attention of someone that's more relational. Okay. For someone that is direct, stay clear and concise. Focus on priorities, share results and performance. Facts do persuade them. You're not going to get to them with talking about feelings. Like, okay, yep. What do you need? Sure. Let's get to the point. Mm -hmm, Yep. mm -hmm, Yep. Sounds good. Great. So that's going to be more of your direct person. So Hey, Jessica, I know you're really busy right now, but I have thought of a really great project that's going to boost our sales by 30% 
and increase their performance levels. And I know it's going to work. I've done a lot of research and I've seen a lot of other companies do this and it's worked for them. And I think it could be something that we can adopt as well. Do you have time to talk about it? Boom, you got them. Okay. Now for the social people, okay, set up a lunch date, you know, talk in a fun setting and see how things affect the team overall, right? They're more of the how everyone is feeling, not just them. Okay. And keep the energy up. If you go to them, you're like, Hey, John, uh, so how's it going? They're like, I gotta go. Bye. <laughs> okay. So it's like, Hey, John, how are you doing? Wow. You look great. I was wondering if you have some time, maybe we can go to lunch and talk about some cool ideas I want to bring forth in the workplace. Do you have time today or this week? Awesome. Cool. You got them. Boom. Done. Okay. Now for our intuitive communicators in the workplace, we want to speak in ideas and options. Okay. And then ask where clarification is needed, but we do want to stay concise. Okay. These people float all over the place. All right. Sometimes I can be a bit on the intuitive side. So we want to make sure we're keeping everything on task clear and concise. Hey, Melissa, I wanted to come to you with a really good idea that I think can really help alleviate some of our productivity issues here in the workplace. One of the ideas I had was to be able to collaborate in smaller groups so we can be more concise and get to the point of our productivity. But the other idea that I had was maybe taking some time to brush up on some project management skills that could also help manage our projects a little bit better. Which one do you think sounds good? Mm, okay. Well, Let's set up a meeting for it later and then you can ask me more questions or we can kind of come up with some more clarification in the future. Does that sound good? Boom. Got them. Okay. Now, this last one, going to be a lot more work oriented. It's going to be your functional communicator. Now, this is someone that is a step-by-step communicator. They need details, they need order, and they need a process. So if you come to them with all that other stuff, they may not follow you as well. So if you come to them, you say, hey, Jack, all right, we've got some changes going on in the workplace that I really want to talk to you about, but I know that we want to come up with some kind of process. So the first thing I want to explore is really diving into how we can better manage our time in the workplace. Once we get that under our belts, then I think it's going to be good for us to practice some more service learning together, maybe doing a volunteering project. And then once we come up with that, I think it'll be really helpful to do a brainstorming exercise to think of some new ideas coming up for the next three months. What do you think of that process? Boom, got him. Okay, so those are just some ways that we can communicate better with those that have these communication styles. Okay, so you're going to be able to get your point across. You're going to be able to get your needs met and it's not going to feel so frustrating and people are going to be able to receive you well and are more prone to working with you and boosting you in the workplace. The next thing I want to cover is expressing your boundaries in the workplace. So 
we want to express our communication style. Hopefully you've listened to the communication styles episode and even covering a little bit for what I just talked about here. Express your communication style. Hey, listen, I am more of a relational type of person, so it really works best for me when I have one-on-one contact and we can really talk through things. Makes me feel more comfortable. And then also express what is helpful for you to get your work done. Thank you so much for bringing that to my attention. You know what really works for me is when I have quiet time and I'm not distracted by other people in the workplace. So if we could really be able to manage our spaces a little bit better so I can focus on getting my work done, I think that would work really well for me. I love talking to you all. I could talk to you for hours but it's important for me to get my work done so I can really focus because I tend to make some mistakes. Clearly define to you what you are responsible for in your role. We can sometimes try to be helpful, try to do a little extra work that has nothing to do with us. And what happens? That starts to become our role. And are we compensated for it? Nope. So Make sure you know what your job is. What are you responsible for? What are you capable of? Even if you're doing things that are in your role, are you taking on the work of other people that should be doing the work? Are you taking on too much? It can feel really challenging to do your job well when you're all over the place. So clearly define your role to yourself. The next way to express boundaries in the workplace is going to be prioritizing what holds the higher impact. So when work starts to pile up, explain your workload and ask the person that's requesting from you to do something which has the higher priority to them because it's not all going to get done at the same time unless it's delegated to someone else. So Lisa, I know you really want to get that project done that you gave me on Monday, but you also just came to me today about getting this project done. And it sounds like you want them done at the same time. However, this takes about 16 hours to complete. And this one takes about 23 hours to complete. Now, I want to get them done the best way with the time frame that I'm given. Which one has the higher priority that we want to get done with first? Okay, put the ball back in their court, make them responsible for what's going to be the priority because they may not know what all is involved to get something done to let them know. The next way of expressing your boundaries in the workplace is going to be to create a holistic schedule to maintain work life balance. Okay, so making sure that you are maintaining your self care, your health, your social life with work. Okay. When that gets out of balance, it makes it really hard for us to enjoy life. And so we want to keep those things organized as much as we can. We want to give attention to those things as much as we can. The next way to express your boundaries is to keep your tasks, your schedule, and your goals present and visible. Okay, so if you have a whiteboard in your office or in your workplace, or if you have a calendar or Outlook or whatever it is, make sure that people know what you're doing. When they don't see what you're doing, they think you're doing nothing. Okay, they really don't know. So I don't care what the task is, even if it's organizing the computer or 
checking on this or making a phone call to that. Make a list of all the stuff that's got to get done because they need to know and see what all you have to do. Okay. The next way for expressing your boundaries is going to be to create a system with your email. If your work requires email, make sure you set up your away message with your holistic schedule. So if you're out of the office that day, if you're taking a mental break, if you're incorporating time to do some admin work, put that on your calendar. Make sure that it is in the system. So when people email you back to back to back, bing, 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 bing. Okay. You have a certain time that you check your email. Don't go and check your email. Every time you get an email, come in, check your email at different points of the day and get to them by handle it, whatever as needed. And then the last tip that I have for expressing your boundaries is going to be to know your rights and rules. Policies are there to protect you. So know them and don't allow for any manager to make you feel guilty. Okay. So those are some tips I have with you to expressing your boundaries in the workplace. There are also tons of content and episodes on boundaries on the boundary series. So definitely check that out. I think you'll enjoy it. So I hope that you all enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope this helps you and resonates with you for communication in the workplace. Definitely stay tuned for more as we have so much coming up. This is Heartblend Podcast.